Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's episode of Who Are These Podcasts is brought to you by Press House Coffee. Get 20% off your first order by visiting PressHouseCoffee.com slash W-A-T-P and use promo code W-A-T-P at checkout. Got into an argument this morning with my Rice Krispies. (laughs) I distinctly heard snap, crackle, fuck him. I don't care about men. Who cares? And also, who cares? Fuck you, Carl. I love you, Carl. No, you don't. You're my hero. No, he isn't. I'd rather fuck Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. slap It's showtime. W-A-T-P. 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 Hello, Robert Nixon Cousins. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that thinks Ted Cruz just wanted to hang out with some olas. I'm your host, Carl. (laughs) With me this week, a man who allegedly is not Alex Jones, not even related to Alex Jones. Bullshit. It's Crouch. What's happening, Crouch? Hello. How are you guys? Great. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server where we are recording right now, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel. Link to our Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. We're recording another episode coming up later this week. I know Andy's going to be here. Maybe some other people will be stopping by. And we're going to be talking about June Diane Rayfield and doing a little deep dive Mm. on our friend from How Did This Get Made? Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comment section. We'll have a review girl or two in later to read those reviews. But first... We're reviewing a podcast called Just the Tip. This is a suggestion from Jake Siri. Fuck you, Jake. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Jesse Peterson and Sarah Lee. And the last episode they recorded, which was July of 2020, mm-hmm. featured this guy named Mac Talisman as well. And I wanted to talk about Max. But real quick, just uh, Jesse Peterson she considers herself kind of an it girl. Mm-hmm. She does dating advice and Ooh. Tinder advice. She has a website around this. You can There's a link to her YouTube channel featuring three whole videos. I guess vlogging didn't really turn out well for her. Yeah, That wasn't the thing that she was doing a lot of. She also has an OnlyFans account. Did you pick up on that, Crouch? No, I didn't. She thinks she's very hot. In fact, her Twitter is Hot Girl Jessie. <laughs> she's very impressed Dude, with herself that's so funny my twitter is amazing guitarist crow <laughs> everyone's lying on the internet yeah go figure yeah 
Do you have a clip that maybe sums up this show for you? I do. So I listened to the, the most recent episode, but all my clips are from an episode uh, from March of 2020, right before the lockdowns really started. Okay. And this episode was just the two of them, and they were talking about dating, and it was still, you know, whatever, the old world, I guess. Sure. This is their cold open. This is how they introduce the show. These are experts on dating and sex, and this is my number one, what they have to say about sex. Maybe they want to do that in terms of, like, handcuffs and like punching not punching <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, what is it what is I it? love when my man punches me flogging <laughs> flogging and slapping and slapping and jumping <laughs> I don't know so two things first it's like the 40 year old virgin talking about sex it, yeah. none of that makes any sense right second again that was our cold open that was their introduction like hey guys get a load of this show we're kind of laughing fun we talk about getting punched in bed like oh, oh alright uh, I want to talk about this guy, Max, they have on because Max is very important. And you know how I know that? Because he told me so. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm 27. I am mostly single. And... Mostly? We'll get some more explanation <laughs> on that later. I'm, I'm pretty single. I'm pretty single. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm an actor, writer, and uh, now director. I will be directing my first feature this coming winter, which Ooh. I also wrote and I'm starring in. And it's called Things Like This. It's a gay romantic comedy, and um, we have a really exciting cast, which is really thrilling. We have Academy Award-nominated actor Eric Roberts. Ooh. We have Charlie Tahan, who's a series regular on Ozark, and a really good friend of wow. mine. Um, primetime Emmy nominee Miles Tagmire. Mm, drop! Drop, drop, drop in names. Holy yeah. fuck this guy. So there's a follow-up question to that, which yeah. I was curious about, too. And he answers the question and listen to how Jesse acts like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, that makes sense. What was Eric Roberts nominated for? Runaway Train. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, he, yeah. Runaway, 1985's Runaway Train. Remember that flick, Croge? Oh, yeah. That big movie that we all I, know about? I just watched on Laserdisc last night. Uh, I think the reason why that guy's famous is because his sister is Julia Roberts. Yeah. That's my... why Eric Roberts is famous. That's yeah. what you should have led with. You know, the sibling that actually has a movie career. Yeah, he's the Frank Stallone of yes. Emilio. This guy's got Frank Stallone in this movie. And so he's promoting this movie that he's doing, this gay romantic comedy. And he says, you can follow us on Instagram. Now, remember, he said this back in July. Mm -hmm. It is now February of the next year. Yeah. There is one Instagram post hmm. on this Instagram. I don't know if nice. the movie's not going well, or he's waiting for more footage to compile before yeah. he starts posting. But we'll see. We'll keep yeah. an eye out for it. That's amazing. Though. I am a director because I am going to do this thing. That's funny because I, Croge, I'm a tap dancer. Whoa. I'm actually going to take a, my first lesson next summer. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, if you think about listening to a show with advice for using Tinder. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll explain this in case my mother-in-law is listening. Tinder is a dating app. Yes. You go on there, you swipe right, you swipe left, and then you hook up and you have sex with randos. That's the that's the promise, anyway. I mean, did I explain that pretty fucking well? I think I nailed it, yeah. honestly. I didn't write that down. It's just off the top of my head. That's actually word for word the Wikipedia page. <laughs> there I go, reading the wiki again. Yeah. And uh, I thought this was interesting, because now you have three people on this show. That's, by the way, the subtitle of this show is the Tinder District Podcast, because Jesse Peterson is from D.C., the district. And so she is the Tinder district, and that's like her brand. Good Christ. That's what that means? That's what that means. Yes. Yeah, because even when you said just a tip, I looked it up. There's nine or ten yeah. podcasts called Just the it's Tip. It's not a clever name. No. <laughs> but this is supposed to be tips 
for using Tinder. Yeah, and this was the least, like, one of them was, like, stock market tips. Another one was, like, yeah. tips on gardening or whatever. Or right. What, like, they, they all made sense except for this one. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. I don't know that these people should be giving advice on using Tinder. Yeah. And we met on Tinder, which I have since been kicked off. <laughs> Wait, Same. Two Tinder. Tinder. Yeah, um... Tinder. Everyone thinks I'm a catfish. I'm not. Like, if any, if Tinder people are listening to this, I am genuinely not. Oh, I got banned because I get in fights all the time. I also. <laughs> so one guy got kicked oh. off for catfishing people. The other yeah. chick is getting in fights with people on Tinder. They're both kicked off this platform and they're doing a podcast about how to use it. Yeah. Now, are you familiar with Raya, Krauj? No. Raya is a dating app for celebrities. Ooh. You have to get invited and you have to get approved <laughs> in order to be on it. All right. And of course, Jessie, being the celebrity that she is, yeah. applied for this. Well, I applied and I still haven't been accepted, but I also don't want to be on there. Well, that's retarded. They, they won't accept me and I don't even care. I don't even want to be in their stupid club anyway. Yeah, jerks. Yeah, I mean, I just applied for it. Let's talk about dating. So it's important to have criteria. Yep. Uh, so my number two is some dating criteria. Yeah, okay. Also, you can tell if they don't have an iPhone, and I don't want to go out with, with a guy true. who has an Android anymore. I did that. I gave it two shots. Third strike, you're out. Wow. Okay. That seems a little shallow. Now, these broads have, they have the usual criteria. I won't date anyone under six feet. You got to have six-figure salary. You got to have a nice house. You got, you can't have an Android. By the way, that's not how three strikes are out works. That's two strikes are out. <laughs> that's a good point. I've already tried it twice. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to try it again, so three strikes are out. Like, no, that's not how it works. Um, this is a, this is a compilation. So, um... In this episode I listened to, they talk about their previous week. So in the last seven days, both of them have gone on several dates. They've fucked a couple guys. They've not fucked a couple guys. Okay. Very active in the social world. Again, this is just before the lockdowns and everything. Yep. So this is a, a compilation of they go to uh, one of the broads and her friends, goes to a Kings game, and then the person that they're talking to in the second half is a security guard. So this is number three. I mean, did you go with the... You just went to have a good time with yourself and your friend. And free drinks, you know, yeah. from these guys who were, like, treating us. So Ellie and I ended up getting our own fucking suite. Wait, what was the situation that you told them? How did you describe the situation? We were like, these guys invited us to come watch the game with them, and they ended like up being really us. creepy, and we feel really uncomfortable. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to just show up to every sporting <laughs> event and say that. Yeah. So we got our own fucking suite. We got, like, all this free booze and, like, some snacks and stuff. That's like, incredible. Yeah, so it ended up being great. So anyone who thinks that there is a just God or that there's order in the universe, you're completely fucking wrong. So what we just heard, this she goes on Tinder. She finds two guys that are like, hey, we're going to a Kings game. We have our own suite. Come, we'll hook you up with food. We'll hook you up with booze. They go. Yeah. They're not, they go and they, they engorge themselves. They're eating stadium food. They're drinking shit, tons of beer. Then they're like, eh, we're not really with it. They go find a security guard. They're like, listen, we came to this game and these guys are really creepy. And the security guards give them their own personal suite and then the security guards load them up with free food and booze and shit like these are awful using people you know what i mean yes. like oh i'm just gonna fucking i'm getting free and they're proud of it yeah they're bragging about it and then their comeuppance is they get even nicer uh accommodations right you know what i mean I, I'm hoping that Crippled Jesus' professor, feminist theory professor, is listening to this. I think she's a fan. Listen to this. Yeah, I listen think she to this pretty show. closely. Hopefully this gets played in court one of these days. Um, what would be different if you were a woman, Croge? I'd yeah. see Kings games for free yeah. in the suite. Okay. Let's, I've never once been to a Kings game for free in the suite. And let's talk about what else is different between men and women. All right. Men don't use old picks. This is my number four. But it's okay when we do it. 
Okay. And I, I'm going to Oktoberfest this year. So I was like, oh my gosh, like you'll have to give me advice. He's like, yeah, I mean, I went three years ago. And I'm like, well, then all of your pictures are three years old then yeah. before you got uglier. Wait, but you know what? <laughs> I always shit on people for that. But then the other day I went through my photos and they're kind of old. And I just realized that. But and you look the same in your old pictures. <laughs> it's not that I'm trying to deceive them, but I just haven't like ever thought to like yeah. update my you photos. You also don't look different. Shut the fuck up. This one was oh. that thing about updating your photos. I'm sure she's taking photos nonstop every yeah. single day. And she's Sherlock Holmes. Well, you took a picture of this, but you haven't been there in three years, so your photos are old, and now you're ugly and bald, and you <laughs> yeah, suck. Right. But I, hey, my pictures are six years old, but I'm fucking glorious. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Interesting. What is dating success to these women? This is my number seven. This I'm is how you about this know too. that they know what they're talking about. Okay. Wait, but it doesn't really work out with the guys that you do. <laughs> yes, it does. I dated that last guy for a full month before he was an idiot. <laughs> full month. Wow. A full month. No, my philosophy is great. It works because yes. I once dated a guy for 30 straight consecutive days. <laughs> well, Grosh, she even admits in the episode that I listened to yeah. that the guys she dates, it always goes very badly. Like yeah. I found that I date a lot of Italians mm. from like Philly and New York. Mm. New York. And that always <laughs> ends up going really badly. <laughs> Why are you giving advice on dating when it always goes really badly and yeah. success is 30 days of dating one fucking person? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I sound like an old man. All right. And, and that's the thing. So I'm listening <laughs> to this and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm a sex positive person. I'm certainly not hung sure. up. I'm, you know, I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum. Do whatever the fuck you want. That's fine. These people, they're profoundly fucked up. They are disturbed human beings. And and if you don't mind, I, I want to prove that to you. All right. Okay, so let's talk about sex, man. I'm, you know, let's let's do it. This is a compilation, and again, this is the last seven days. This is called Guys Were Fucking. Here's number eight. And then, so him and I have a second date on Saturday, the one who lives in Van Nuys. Mm -hmm. And so I guess we're leaving quarantine to go sleep with each other again, whatever. So he's nice, you know, we're talking not that frequently. I'm not that into it. You didn't go home together after your first or third date. Just the second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's also um, happy one year anniversary to my fuck buddy. I met him and had sex with him for the first time a year ago today. I, for the record, do not have a lot of sex. You are a smelly pirate hooker. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? These guys, they go out on several Tinder dates a week. Again, this is pre-pandemic. And then after they get home from the Tinder dates, they go out to bars and then hook up. They go home with multiple dudes per week, most of which are their first time meeting them. Um, uh, can, numbers I just, can I show you something real quick, yeah, bro? Because I don't think you've done the deep dive that I no, have. No, I haven't. Into what this girl looks like. And there's a, on her Instagram, she's promoting her OnlyFans, which is what tipped me off to the fact that she even has an OnlyFans. Mm. And I, I want to get your take on this. Where did that image go? Maybe it was on Twitter. Um, I'm grinding everything to a serious fucking halt. Yeah, thanks, Carl. Right now. Oh, God damn it. So as I was saying. As you were saying, please carry on. Don't as I was saying. Ignore me. So she, <laughs> one, of the, one of the girls goes to a bar. She meets a guy. They go home. And then number nine is, who am I fucking? Okay. And I got plastered. And I went home with him. And I guess we were having sex. It was mid-sex. Lights are off. And I'm, like, hooking up with him. And then suddenly I feel like this, like, saggy booby sacks against my body just slapping and slapping and I was like, slap 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 clap 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 I was like, the fuck? <laughs> who the fuck am i having sex with right now <laughs> <laughs> and 
And how many times has that happened to you where you're halfway through being intimate with someone you're like, wait, who are you, by the way? What's going on right here? My last one in this series, these are not women who are good at being intimate. The guy who went down on me and I cried. <laughs> not because he was bad, but because he was good and it reminded me of my ex, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're crying Jesus in bed. Christ. You're crying in bed. Hang-ups. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and again, they go home with multiple guys per week, and then they, they get they get the guys home, and they're crying in bed. Why are you crying, honey? Well, you, you also draw the alphabet on my clit with your tongue. Yeah. It reminds me of my ex. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so um, these people are fucking crazy. Yeah. And the last thing they should be doing is giving advice to anyone. Mm-hmm. Here is... This woman goes out with this guy. I, I know you're going to be shocked by this. Sleeps with him on the first date. Really? He doesn't text her back. Wonder why. So then she texts him yeah. a few days later, and he, she gets a note back and reads the entire note that she got back from this guy. And, Curls, I want you to analyze this with me. Being a guy, yeah. knowing how guys send notes and things, analyze this. To refresh everyone's memory, I had said on the Wednesday after we hooked up on Friday um hey i had a great time with you the other night but i haven't really heard from you if you aren't feeling this i would appreciate if you would let me know i feel like we had a good time so it sort of surprised me that i haven't heard from you and i'm a little confused and he responded hey i'm sorry for not texting this week and definitely didn't mean to make you feel confused i had a very fun time too honestly i've just been feeling pretty down this week and stressed about having to make a decision about deferring business school I feel like I may have jumped into this with you a little quickly before realizing where I was, like emotionally or mentally, with dealing with quarantine, getting stuck in LA, etc. I really didn't mean to disappear and was not trying to ghost you, just to be extremely clear about that. I'm just not sure what I want to do, and I've had to focus on this other stuff. I'm sorry, I should have just told you that as soon as I started feeling it instead of compartmentalizing. I would like to see you again. I just need to like put this decision behind me and start focusing on real life again, which is totally fair. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> first I appreciate the length of the text because he obviously took some time to think it through and it seems just very honest and vulnerable. So I respected that answer. You're a stupid dumbass. Oh, Jesus. Christ. She thought that sounded honest. Yeah. That now, was so much bullshit. None of that is anything that guys actually think or feel. Yeah. I just got to get back to It was impressive. Life. I got to say. <laughs> It's not that I find your ass to be saggy and gross and you smelled kind of weird. It's nothing to do with that. I just got to like focus on me for a minute. Yeah, it's not that you are completely devoid of any personality or intelligence whatsoever. Hold on. Now, I got a continuation to that. Because okay. they talk about this note for a while. Yes, they go through the entire text thread, which is something they do on multiple episodes. Yeah. Part of this show is, listen, Carl, I'm going to read you an entire week of text from my phone, <laughs> and we're going to analyze it. Carl, what do you think she meant when she said this? <gasps> Chris, she sent me an emoji. What does that mean? Does that mean she likes me? It's a cowboy hat emoji. Is there, oh, does that mean we're going to go on a third date? So, so Jesse reads that, and of course they got Max the gay guy in there, and he's eating it all up. He's yeah. like, oh my gosh, yeah, you know, sometimes you just go through this stuff. Like, no, it's not true. Anyway, finally, Sarah fucking figures it out. But I don't feel like he's being honest because he's still hanging out with friends. Shocking. Hello, exactly. He's not being honest. Okay, that was yeah. a nonsense text that you received from a guy yeah. who doesn't want to fuck you again. So I'm the last person who would ever give dating or relationship advice of any kind. 
but I am going to give better advice than they've Someone's ever given. Someone's got to make a cop of Crow and, saying, I'm the last person who should be black. Like, he, he sets up a lot of things like that. <laughs> this is true. I, mean, <laughs> I like this, it. This one, though, I want a cop. All right. Who's the la- who would you rather take it, least rather take advice I'm from I'm interrupting than me? you too much. I apologize. Go ahead. What was I saying? Anyway. <laughs> The medium is the message. If you don't hear from the dude for three days, that's all you need to know. That right. is the message. Correct. Anything that he texts after that, and then if, it does. Is, and then if you send him a note and he responds back to that note, yeah. now you've kind of fucked with it. It's like it's like the Patrick Michael thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you could observe and enjoy it, but then as soon as you get involved, well, now you're kind of manipulating what's going on. Everyone is completely full of shit. Everyone, and especially the the three people we're listening to in this podcast, and all the people that they talk to, they're ridden with anxiety. They can't have yes. a confrontation. They And these women go through it over and over again. They can't say, you know what? I don't want to have a second date. You know what? I'm not interested in you. You know what? I don't want to go home with you. They, they will never say that. Right. But they'll ghost people. They'll fuck with them. They'll start arguments with them on purpose. They'll do all this weird, crazy shit because they can't say, you know what? You're great, but it's not working out. You're right. That's beyond their fucking capabilities. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about not having sex, Carl? I'd love to. Let's talk about not having sex on a date. Here's my number 11. All right, good, because I've been joking this whole time. Yeah. I, I need to come back down again to like a six. <laughs> I've been up at an eight for too long. Good idea. He's like, he gets all my drinks, and then he's like, hey, do you want to come back to my place and meet my dog? And I was like, of course I want to meet your dog. Um, her name is Bailey. She's very pretty. He probably said, meet my dick. Her name <laughs> no, is Bailey. <laughs> I, re- I refused. We like went there and like met his dog. He like got me a beer. And we're like making out or whatever. We go into his room and we literally, he like keeps trying to be like, oh, do you want to have sex? And I'm like, no. He straight up asked? Yeah. What a fucking asshole. You don't go to someone's house to meet their dog. Nobody does that. Well, and again, they're both drunk. They're making out. There's, uh, uh, and she's giving a few signs that maybe this is going to go a little further. Yeah. Right. Okay. So this, uh, so that was during the previous seven days from this time period. In that same period, she goes home with a different guy, uh-huh. uh, and things go a little differently. This is a, a compilation. It's uh, the way they tell stories is really fucked up. So it, it was hard to like pull a narrative clip. But just try to follow this, pretty please. It's a lot of twists and turns. Number twelve. All right. Okay, you were about to have sex and you were, the lights were on, you took his clothes off and you were like looking at him? I don't even think we were about to have sex. Like I was having sort of like a a sexual assault related like panic attack. Oh shit. Um, Not like because he was creepy, but just because like it just happens sometimes. Yeah. And he also was like fingering me or whatever. So he took his clothes off to finger you. Yeah. Hmm, Interesting. He wanted me to do more obviously, but I was like very resistant. And he's like, he starts baby talking and he's like, but will you please play with my cock? Oh my god! Why is it like a baby talk with a Jersey accent? <laughs> I was like, I was like, dude, you know, I've been crying, and so I was like, I oh, am you really went full on tears. Yeah, I like literally had a panic attack oh in his god. bed. Okay. I was like, I'm really not in a good headspace for that. Like, I'm sorry. So the baby talk play with my cock doesn't work. It works for me. Now there's there's two ways to read that and I can't figure out which one it is. Okay. First of all is read the room, dude. Like this girl's in your bed and she's crying, crying that you're fingering and you're that. trying to get it going. But second is you bring a girl home and she acts like a literal fucking baby. Yeah. And so maybe he's reading the room and is like, "Whoa, can I get you a little bottle? Will you play with my will cop?" I don't I don't know what's going on there. I just want to grab these guys and go. You went home with the biggest whore in L.A. and you didn't fucking close the deal. 
What's wrong with you? I no. want to say you can act like a man. I want to slap this guy around a little bit. But now this this happens all the time. They go home with these dudes. Now he's naked. She's getting fingered. There's obviously there's some connection. There's something going on here. All of a sudden she breaks into a pan a sexual assault related panic attack. Now look, I'm not making light of this, but the girl that will Me is either. two white claws away from going home with anyone, literally anyone at the bar. They don't even know who they're having sex with until they're almost done having sex. Have a, a history of sexual assault? Oh, no kidding. Is that is that real? God damn it. It's unfucking believable. And so both of the hosts of the show currently, not in their past, they currently they go home with dudes and they cry in bed. <laughs> yes. Both of them. <laughs> and they're giving a sex advice podcast. They are obviously sexually liberated. Last I have a perfect ISO for that. Please, That's so healthy. Is like, yeah. All right, God. My last one of, of not having sex. Dude, wrap your fucking mind around this one, number 13. But I felt like, oh, I made my... I came all the way out here at like two in the morning. Is he going to be like, what the fuck? Why'd she come if she can't have sex? But you also went to him. It's not like you booty called him to your place and he took a $50 Uber. And then you were like, by the way, no sex tonight. But don't you feel like he probably figured or expected that something was going to happen? <laughs> I don't care about men. Whoa. Okay. Well, the truth comes out. Yeah. Two things to think about here. First of all, using people who cares what they think. All you care about is men. Well, that's literally all your hobby. That's yeah. but but it's the validation from men of herself. Right. She herself is no worth. She has to put pictures on the internet that guys comment on for her to be worth anything at all. She can't be in the mirror and be like, "Oh, I'm hot." Other people have to fucking tell her and validate her and build Ten her bucks ego. Bucks a month at her OnlyFans, by the She's way. She's a Ten profoundly a broken human being. Correct. But <laughs> took a. $50 Uber ride at 2 a.m. to a fuck buddy's house to not fuck. What was the point of that? Coach? What was the point of that? <laughs> Could you fucking imagine? I thought you were going to have an answer. Could you fucking imagine? No, it's And it, it was so many, she was already in, in a, like, not a relationship. Relationships are completely foreign to these folks. But you know right. what I'm saying? It was somebody they, they'd already fucked. 2 a.m., $50 Uber ride. Hey, I brought some snacks. We're not going to fuck, though. Well, Max explains what he's looking for in a guy and these girls agree the thing that's most important to me to be honest is you know as someone who writes comedy and is a comedic actor like the most important thing to me is that you can make me laugh mm. yeah like us too i feel like we really value, value that <laughs> bullshit <laughs> okay you guys are all looking for comedians huh yeah so the one girl gives an example of something that this guy that she likes said that made her laugh so let's find out what level of comedy whether you know on the scale of dane cook to george carlin <laughs> where do you have to be to sleep with this chick he would make me laugh so much like i fell down the stairs of my office building one day which was so embarrassing i fractured my shin <laughs> oh my god like it was it was all bad and then he like he sent me like um update from mr coo of like fancy investment bank uh, associate mr stairs has been fired like, <laughs> and like things like that where i was just like oh he actually was like a really good guy but yeah. maybe it was the delivery maybe yeah. she didn't deliver it the right way yeah maybe the guy actually was really funny yeah i'm not seeing it all right the, another thing that jumped out at me is max has an obsession with christian bale Oh. It's really bizarre because this woman is just talking about some guy. There's a bunch of guys that she wants to be fucking, if not for quarantine. There's mm -hmm. a guy in Wales. There's a guy in Berlin. She wants to just travel to Europe and fuck all these guys. So she brings up this guy's from Wales. Now, I don't know if you know this, but Christian Bale is also Welsh. So this is very important to bring up during this story. 
And then I went on a date that Sunday um, to Griffith Park with a guy who's from Wales. Ooh. He's really hot. He's um, Christian Bale. <laughs> he... Oh, is he Welsh? Yeah, Christian Bale. Oh, really? I know. What he don't is. you yeah, fucking UK. understand? He's Welsh. Like every, like, a lot of people think he's American, to be honest. Yeah, because he was the American. That's a fuck. He doesn't have a thick accent, like or Welsh accent, because he moved here when he was very young. Oh, but I didn't know that. Think for one fucking dad, second. Dad was married to Gloria Steinem. I did not. Know I did that. know that. I yeah, think. Well, only spouse of Gloria Steinem. Oh, good for you. And how was it? Max kind of derails things. And this voice that he's putting out, yeah. I'll give you a quick example of that. This is just him talking. I love the East Coast. I'm like, miss it. Yeah. Like, I miss the I people. <laughs> yeah. I miss like East Coast people. You it's know? definitely a different vibe. <laughs> yeah. He sounds like a Nick Kroll character. Like an over-the-top mm. Nick Kroll character. So I went to his website, looked at his demo reel, because he's been in TV shows. He was in Orange is the New Black. He's been in a, a movie or two. He does not talk like that. Yeah. And I don't understand this thing. Comedians are doing it. Celebrities are doing it where there used to be some mystery around your lifestyle and your thoughts yeah. and and just the way you carried yourself as a person. And now all of these idiots are going on podcasts nonstop and proving to the world how stupid they are, how dumb they sound. Yeah. Every dumb thought in their fucking head is coming out into a microphone. Why are you doing this to yourselves? <sighs> That's Stop a good it. Yeah. Let us humiliate ourselves, us nobodies. Yeah. Who enjoy podcasting. Speaking of how shallow these women are. Yeah. Did you know that she could no longer date guys named Matt? Mm. Just like the Android thing. Yeah. I tried that a couple of times. Everyone named Matt's the same person. Everyone who owns an Android device is the same person. I had some phone call to like help some guy with his startup at the beginning of quarantine. And he had a really sexy voice, even though his name was Matt. And so I was like, fuck, like, I hope he's ugly. So I don't like get a crush on him. And then I looked him up and of course he's hot. Is Matt like a dangerous name for you? Jesse oh, I hate Matt. I hate Matt. My name's so close to it though. Uh, so but yours different. is better. Mine is better, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Max and Matt are very different, don't worry. Very different. Yeah. Um, All right, so my takeaway there is that these are two shallow cons and Max needs to be the center of attention. Everything needs to be about him. Yeah. And I wondered, why is Max so fucked up? And then there was the answer. So other than that, I'm an actor and I've been acting since I was very young. Grew up right outside of D.C. and Bethesda, Maryland. Um, went to Syracuse University for two oh, years and moved to New right. York for the past five and a half years. All right, he's an SU student, yeah. which I shouldn't shit on too much because Syracuse is a sponsor yes. to my other podcast. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Mm. Syracuse, we had one good basketball team 17 years ago. <laughs> See you in Syracuse. That is their tagline. Salt City represent. And that's, <laughs> and that's There's actually funny. a billboard right outside of downtown. It says number of years since anyone cared. And it, they flip it every year. <laughs> at 17. I want to talk about how woke these people are. The podcast that I listened to, they actually had taken a week off. There was a week hiatus yes. before they came back for a very important reason. Um, we took a little hiatus because obviously we wanted to focus on Black Lives Matter and didn't want to detract from mm -hmm. all the traction and like all the Instagram posting. So yeah, they took a week off of their podcast because of BLM Instagram posting. Yeah. Croge, I didn't even do that. I didn't get the memo on that. How insensitive yeah. am I? That's, People were uh, trying to read know. BLM Instagram posts, and here I am talking into a microphone yeah. explaining how people suck at shit. Yeah. You probably Whoops. worked you probably worked on MLK Day too, didn't you? Boy, is my face red. Yeah. Holy shit. My bad. But it's good to know that at least Max is a stand-up guy and 
has some great advice for people. All of a sudden, I was like, I need to text him and just like break it off. Yeah. I was like, because to be nice, like he deserves that. He texted to break up with someone and thought that he was doing him a solid. Yeah. I mean, instead of just ghosting him, I actually texted him and said, I'm not going to fuck you anymore. Wow. That's the level we've gotten to. I thought it was like kind of a shitty thing to text someone to break up with them. No, nowadays that's like, that's, that's pretty impressive. That's going a lot of effort. That's going above and beyond. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Yes. Now I want to let everybody know because obviously we have all different types of people who listen to who are these podcasts and some people might be attracted to a guy like Max. So I want to let you know that he is looking for Dick. Yeah. I just want to say something real quick. Cause I realize I haven't said it. Say it. Which is that <laughs> I'm a hundred percent single. So if you're listening to this, <laughs> Oh, you and you're a you gay not. man, and you're a gay man, <laughs> and you like my Instagram, the Max D Show. Please message me. I think I'm okay. not on Tinder anymore <laughs> because got kicked off. people think I'm a catfish, which I'm not. All right, so Max is single and looking to mingle, everybody. Yeah, that. Um, Get at it. Yeah, that's. Uh, it's very attractive. I found when you when you put it out there, like, look, I'm really desperate. I'll fucking chat with anyone, please, for the love of God, text me. It really puts out. He almost gave his phone number. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, dude, fucking relax a little bit. Like, we we get it. You're not desirable. Yeah, I, I know, but still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a couple more. Like they talk about. Um, th- this is one of those. It's. It speaks more into what she doesn't say, but at one time, in one place, one of them was the perfect girlfriend. It's my number five. That I'm also a perfect girlfriend and, like, made him cookies and, like, brought him flowers and stuff, and then he still disrespected me by having sex with a married woman. (laughs) And then telling me about it in a braggadocious way. (laughs) They're allowed to be whores, but the guys that they're fucking aren't allowed to be fucking other people. Yeah, well, and again, it's what she doesn't say, like, they were in some sort of relationship where he thought it was cool to brag about banging a married woman. You know right. what I mean? Which it it sounds like that's just kind of how they talk amongst themselves. So he's probably like, oh, yeah, you like talking about sex. That's what I did last week. It's like when you uh, play basketball for too long in the park and you start throwing out the N-word. And it's like, well, no, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I just I thought we were all. Yeah. I thought we were all in this together. How many times, producer Chris? How many times? Um, uh, real quick. Yeah. This is an example of, I can guarantee Jesse is not a great girlfriend. Yeah. She's not a fun girlfriend. She's a fucking handful. I'm going back to your panic attack yeah. information. Like I've been on two dates and then I've had like a really weird panic attack. Yeah. And then I always end up just like texting them like way too openly. Like yeah, gotta... I'm having a manic episode. I'm in an evening gown at Mendocino Farms eating a salad. Like, and they're like, okay, this girl's a little weird. <laughs> She yeah. had two dates with the guy yeah. and then has to text him about her mental breakdown yeah. and her yeah. panic attacks and anxiety. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just keep that shit to yourself. Or I don't know, maybe have a friend. Yeah. Maybe talk to a friend about that and not the guy that you went on two dates with. Yeah. I don't know why these guys aren't sticking around. I don't know. What, 30 days? It sounds impressive now that I hear what the fuck she's up to. Yeah. Well, you know what the problem is, Carl? I would love to know. What the, the problem, problem is. is they just haven't found the spark. So my number six is one of them, and she's talking about the search for the elusive spark. I do think it's something that can grow with time, but I've always been subscribed to the belief that like you meet someone and it should be there, and if it's not there, you're not meant to be. But that has led me to a life of um, singleness. So maybe I need to change my ways. So (laughs) the woman that goes home with multiple dudes per week has never felt a spark for anyone in her entire life. Is what we just heard. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. I yeah. blame Disney for this. It's all the fucking Cinderella's yeah. and well, Pocahontas and all this nonsense. And and therein You're lies... You're not Mulan, honey. That's not going to happen for you. Sorry. Well, and therein lies the problem. An actual relationship, an actual relationship between two humans is work. It involves sacrifice. It involves compromise. These are people who do not sacrifice. They no. do not know the meaning of compromise. Oh, no. They wouldn't even acknowledge the feelings of another human being that they're close to, let alone someone that they're just getting to know. Uh, nothing exists outside of their own head. It's solipsism. It's fucking maddening. <laughs> and it is everyone that's out there. Like, this it, This is a whole... It's not even a generation thing, because it's not old uh, no, young people that right. are doing this. No, it's these assholes. It's old fuckers like me that are on Tinder doing this as well. Yeah. It's, it's Social media has fried everyone's fucking brain. They're on this short-circuit dopamine kick. Yeah. And they have no fucking personalities other than... I go out all the time. Like, that's their only hobby. It's the only thing they talk about. It's the only thing that even exists in their fucking brain. Right. And but other than that, you know, I have no feelings about this matter. And it's not as if by fucking randos nonstop for a decade straight, you probably found some great guys yeah. who were probably like commitment material, yeah. as in this example. Four of my exes are engaged right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're out the fucking door. Right. And it's... and. And this will make me sound like an ancient person, but like w when you fuck someone on the first date, you kind of think, oh, she fucks people on the first date. It's more, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I'll have some fun with you. I'm not going to marry someone who would just fuck me, knowing me for three hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ. She talks about how, you know, she's doing this podcast and I don't know if she tells her dates that she does a Tinder podcast, yeah. but I did like this response. I'm never listening to a single episode of your podcast. So. Yeah. I, I'm Good pretty answer. sure any guy who sleeps with this broad doesn't enjoy the part where she's talking. Ugh. It's like, oh, there's a, a file that I can listen to that's just the annoying part of our date? No thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, they do talk about other topics, Carl. I, I, I was kind of exaggerating when I said they only talk about one thing. Uh, my number 14, they talk about working from home. I have to work from home full time now. So like during the day, I just like go masturbate apparently like, the whatever. more you masturbate the more immune you are to coronavirus i'm immune Ugh. and it, look if you're at home you're eating a sandwich or whatever kick your earbuds out because this is fucking gross here's more masturbation number 15 for some reason these women talking about masturbation is not fun to listen to oh well play this one carl you're gonna be uh. you're gonna change your mind <laughs> Oh, well, I, I always masturbate on my period. You oh. do? Yeah. It's so messy, though. I don't, like, use... I use a clit stem. Yeah, but, like, do you keep your tampon in or do yeah. you just lay a towel down? No, I keep my tampon in. Really? Wait, you vibrate? Sorry. You <laughs> <laughs> you masturbate with a tampon in? Yeah. Do you feel like that adds to it? The Like, no? Then they, they talk about laying towels down. To... <laughs> Kaya knows someone who'd be interested in this conversation. <gasps> I am not. Yeah. I am not interested in this at all. So uh, when they're not talking about cleaning up your menstrual blood after masturbating in the middle of the day, uh, they also talk about other stuff that's fun. My number 16. I don't know. I don't like pooping around my boyfriends. Well, Good. you can poop in the bathroom and you can stay outside somewhere. <laughs> Why would I not poop in the bathroom? Well, I don't know. What do you mean? You don't like pooping in the same like building as him? No, not the same building. Just like my, <laughs> my bathroom's in my room and I have oh, like a towel right. rack on it so it doesn't like the door doesn't completely shut. 
So move the fucking towel rack. <laughs> this sounds like a flexible problem. Yeah. What's the problem? I won't poop because my bathroom door doesn't close. Why doesn't your bathroom door close? Just fucking make it close. You move yeah. one thing and it closes. So that means you, you're just fucking peeing with impunity with the fucking door open all the time. But you draw the line and taking a shit. Get a bathroom door that closes. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Normally I would agree with you and I would yes and you. However, whatever reason she's not shitting around a guy, I'm for. Just stop shitting around, man. We don't want it. Well, we want nothing to do with that. And that's why I'm going to prove to you, Carl, that this is a podcast for you. My number 17. Yeah, again, I don't want to let us venture too far into the topic of pooping as we tend to do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like every other episode. But I think that people like it. Yeah, I mean, I think that guys like to understand that women were just like them. So the, the advice that they have for men who listen, women poop too. Thanks, ladies. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's so that healthy. Like, yeah. All right. I have uh, one more thing on my buddy Max that I wanted to play for you. Not only is he really annoying to listen to with his voice and his weird vocal fry and whatever the fuck he's trying to pull Why off. Why do you say that? His little cartoon character yeah. fucking thing. He's also really, really dumb. <laughs> I am the only single member of my family, and it is very painful because that's my tough. sister. No, my sister. Oh, I have a, five people in my family. My sister, my twin sister, and my brother my parents and me right and um my sister we were going to argentina and, and this is years before we went and my sister was like how does it feel to know you'll be an eighth wheel <laughs> oh so they bring their like significant yeah they were both there. bringing theirs and um i luckily i brought my best friends so i was like okay but how are you like, an eighth wheel does it have to be an odd number wheel ninth yes. wheel ninth wheel ninth yeah you'd be the ninth no you'd be the seventh but then your friend would be the eighth no 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 oh yeah it would be eight wouldn't it math wise no seventh no seventh seventh okay because you're either the third wheel the parents wheel or the seventh wheel parents siblings siblings which is six of them total so i'd be seventh yeah yeah i tried to calculate the level of stupidity going on here i pulled out my calculator it's even a nice fancy graphing calculator i could not compute it i have no idea when you're struggling with single digit integers I mean, holy fuck, dude. Eighth wheel. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Stupid idiot. Dude, odd and even numbers, that's like third, fourth grade. That's like... Okay, yeah, sorry, sorry, I know. I it, I it really shouldn't be that difficult. So, all right. Well, that is a show called Just the Tip, the Tinder District Podcast. Oh, that was awful. And, that uh, was an awful fucking lesson. No one should take advice from those horses. No. I want to thank our friends over Press House Coffee for sponsoring today's episode of Who Are These Podcasts. Press House Coffee was started by two guys who love premium coffee, but not the uppity culture around it, to help you enjoy coffee the best way, the way you like it. Mm. Head Roaster Poly personally sources each bean and creates a unique roasting profile that puts its flavor on full display. Every bag is roasted to order, ground any way you'd like, and shipped to you within 72 hours for peak freshness. Whether you're looking for the best cup of familiar diner-style coffee you've ever had or want to be amazed by the wild fruity notes coffee is capable of, you'll find something you love. And we've talked about this. You go to PressHouseCoffee.com slash W-A-T-P. Down at the bottom, you take the quiz. It asks you four easy questions. And then based on your answers, it will put together a package of coffees that you will enjoy. Uh, If you don't want to go through that, they also have a really nice build-your-own feature uh, where you can build a bundle or you can subscribe to the Roaster's Choice to get their favorite new bean every month. Get 20% off your first order by visiting PressHouseCoffee.com slash WATP and using the promo code WATP at checkout. Thank you, Press House Coffee. Thank you, Press House Coffee. All right, it's time. I saw that you brought one of these. I have one, so I think it's time for... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. You want to go first? Sure. All right. 
this one comes, I found a show called Knowledge Fight when I was looking up Alex Jones. And this is like, they, they do a couple times a week and they review stuff on InfoWars. N not an amazing show, uh, but this clip comes from them. This is the Valentine's Day episode, uh, Sunday, uh, whatever it was, a week or two ago. Yeah. Um, just tell me if this sounds real to you, my number 30. I didn't drive through a snowstorm and an ice storm for no reason. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I declare war on Satan. Ah! You know, I mean, does that sound sincere? I mean, I know Alex Jones is usually like that, but that just, that just, Holy shit, that hit my ears sideways. I already I'm miss like, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't he didn't overact that much. I have a cringe of the week here. Now, this is a show called Stuck in My Mind Podcast. This came over from CB. And basically, the guest says he has someone from SNL on his podcast. He's kind of bragging about, oh, yeah, we have some good, great guests. So the host tries to name drop and can't think of a single person who's been on his show. <laughs> like you know, people who might not like labels, they like might like game shows. So we did that, and we were getting YouTubers on. Uh, we stepped into having podcasts on, and then um, in a couple weeks, um, I've actually got a guest who was just recently on Saturday Night Live a couple seasons ago. So we're moving into you know maybe some actors, actresses coming on the show too. That's cool. I had um actually had uh. I've had uh, a couple of celebrities on this past week. Um, Thank you. I've had, I've had, working with Steve Joyner, I've had quite a few celebrities. So it, it's been a blessing. I, and I've been podcasting since the end of April. So it, it's it's been cool. I've, I've, I'm having a great time, man. This is like, this is, to me, it's, it's therapeutic. And it's something I didn't know I was passionate about. So I, I love it, man. But I did check out your YouTube video and it had me dying because it was when I, I get it. I've been there. Oh. You just your mind goes blank. But if you just had a celebrity on your show yeah. earlier in the week, you'd think maybe you'd be able to pull that name out of your ass. Yeah. Possibly. Wow. All right. That's fun stuff. Croge, I gotta talk to you about this guy. Opie is slapping back at me and Will Noonan. Uh, because if you remember when Will was on last week, we uh, talked a little Opie. Yeah, that was great. We like to talk Opster when Will's over here. And Opie named one of his podcast episodes after Benjamin Tucker, who donated to him. Yeah. And so, and also the description of his show was like all of these people who donated money to him. And I thought that was weird. Yeah. I feel like he's kind of going the stuttering John route. So he decided to slap back at me for calling him out on that. Thanks for the $10 though. I appreciate that. The, the, the little money that I bring in through the live streaming, it, it helps, it helps motivate me. I'm not going to lie to you. And it, it keeps this whole thing going. So some asshole just fucking loser haters like hey, why are you taking money from people mind your own fucking business man mm. i'm not i'm not strong arming anybody to give me money most of the most of the people out there are watching this shit every morning for free 
And then if there's a few people that want to throw me a few fucking shekels, so be it. I'm very, very appreciative of that. And, uh, yeah, I still want to make some money. Yes, yeah, stupid me. I still want to make some money. What an idiot. What an idiot that I want to make some money. I'm just stupid. We're not calling you out for wanting to make money. It's the way that you're doing it is what we're making fun of. Someone's giving you $10, yeah. and you're naming the podcast after him. Yeah. A man who made six figures in radio for over a decade is changing the name of his show based on a $10 donation. That's what we're goofing on, Opie. I am very much a capitalist to each their own. Make money however you want, but that's pathetic and definitely worth discussing. Yeah, well, and that, that clip you just played is so fucking whiny. It's so OP. Who would listen to this show? <laughs> Who would listen to someone whine? Oh, they think I'm stupid. Oh, it, it gets worse. Oh, good. Because... Opie then decides to call out Patreon, which is, of course, how we make our money over here at WATP. I purposely make sure my stuff is for free because I know there's a there's a handful of people that'll give me a few bucks, and that's good enough for me. Is it? Uh, I don't need to make you know crazy ass money anymore, but it's nice to have a few bucks coming in. I'll let everyone else promote Patreon and all that. I hate the Patreon people. Hey, and I got a free episode on my Patreon, a free Friday episode. Fuck that shit. Just throw all the stuff out there and try to figure out how to make money around it. So he doesn't understand the model. He doesn't At understand all. how Patreon works. He says a free episode yeah. on Friday, which that would yeah. be the opposite of that. Uh-huh. And I can't tell if he's making fun of Gino because they have the Friday Patreon show, or if he's making fun of Stuttering John with his Beer on the Balcony shows. Yeah. I don't know why he threw out Friday. It sounds like he's thinking of someone specifically. Uh-huh. But I love that he calls them out. He's like, listen, I'm asking people to donate to my show, but I would never use Patreon. That would be crazy. Then I'd be giving someone some content in exchange for their money rather than just give all my content away for free and hope someone donates. Like, I got the business figured out. Yeah. Well, he's saying two things at once there. He's yes. saying, I'm not making any money. And then he's saying, what I'm doing is right and you should do what I'm doing. Right. Even though it doesn't actually work. Right. So uh, normally I, I wouldn't do this, but I do have to play the part where he realizes he's a fucking moron and uh, walks it back. Because that's the dumbest thing you could possibly say. I want people to donate to my show. Oh, but if you're on Patreon and people are donating to your show, you're a fucking asshole. Like, what? Patreon is the walkover without the walking. Look, I don't know. I, I mean... Let me describe that real quick or explain what that means. So when they were on both Terrestrial FM Radio, Opie and Anthony, and on Sirius, mm-hmm. or XM actually at that time, when they were on XM and Terrestrial, they would do a sh- radio show for free on FM. Mm-hmm. Then they'd have to walk over to XM to their studio and then do a show that you had to subscribe to and pay money in order to get. Wait, wait, wait. Opie is no stranger to being behind a paywall. Uh, yeah, I was going to say like a <laughs> wall that you had to pay to get over, yes. right? Okay. He was on satellite radio nationwide. Ugh. It's pretty well documented. Let me back that up real quick because he's so fucking stupid. Patreon is the walkover without the walking. Look, I don't know. I, I mean, I think I think it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, look, there's, who, who am I to say? If, if some of these comics really need their Patreons to make money and, and uh, pay their bills and feed their family, so be it. You know what I mean? I'm going to back out of that a little bit. But I just, uh, I'd rather try to keep as much of my stuff free as possible. Oh, he's so noble. He goes on to say, like, Patreon... They are constantly coming at me and asking me to do a show on their platform. They really want me, which 
I, I believe that. Because I get a solicitation from different companies, locals only, and all these companies that want to like bring you behind the paywall. I'm sure Opie has a big enough name that he has that. But they're definitely not like begging him to join Patreon. They wouldn't make that much money off of Opie Radio. And if they hit play on one of his episodes, <laughs> it would all, you know what all I mean? it would take. Free is too expensive for the content he provides. Well, yeah, because it takes up my time and I value my time. Yeah, exactly. Says the guy who listens to way too much Opie Radio. All right. You might recall that Opie once again was talking about how he can take down Joe Rogan if he wants to. Oh, yeah. And we made fun of him for that Piece because Joe Rogan is the biggest podcaster in the world and you should set your sights a little bit lower since your show is pathetically bad. Yeah. Maybe like get to a point where you're as good as H3. I don't know. Like something that's attainable. Yeah. Right? So he, uh, Opie, heard us loud and clear. Dude, the Joe Rogan stuff is killing me, Adam Hanley. What? Why is that killing you, Adam? I actually, uh, I uh, whatever. If I I mentioned Joe Rogan a few times, and boy, boy, did that trigger some people. Yep. I mean, if if Joe Rogan admits that me and Anthony were an inspiration for what he does today, then why wouldn't I think that I could actually have a better podcast than Joe Rogan? There was a time I was coming up in radio and I said, I'm going to be better than Howard Stern. And you didn't accomplish that. That's not how any (laughs) of that works. He goes, why wouldn't I be able to be better than Joe Rogan? I had a really successful radio show with Anthony Kubia and Jim Norton. Yes, we can all agree that that radio show was very successful with the very funny people that you had on that show. Joe Rogan is a single entity. I mean, you got Jamie who's checking out YouTube, but it's just Joe. So, Opie, I'm assuming this is going to be Opie interviewing people and you're going to be bigger than Joe Rogan? Where does he get the self-esteem from? Just this logic that, well, he was inspired by one thing I did 30 years ago. Therefore, right now, I would obviously be better than him. Like, <laughs> right. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> that's not how that works at all. But he does multiple episodes. Joe he... Satriani taught Steve Vai how to play guitar. Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry. Go on. Well, Opie's doing episodes where he's walking around the beach talking to no one. Right. Joe Rogan is actually interviewing people and doing a he show. He built and a studio. Gaining experience and getting better. Flies his... people in. Yeah. Uh, 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 Has uh, a producer. Unfucking believe. Let's find out the real reason why Opie hates Joe Rogan. Because anytime, he's talking about how we get triggered. Anytime someone brings up Joe Rogan, he gets triggered. Like, no. oh, well, why Joe Rogan? Well, what's he, what, why is he so fucking special? I fly out to LA to uh, do a TV show. And uh, and I Instagram, I think it was an Instagram post where I, I, I posted a picture that I landed in L.A. My phone, that picture wasn't even up for a minute. And Rogan is texting me like, you have to do my podcast. And then fast forward a bunch of years, I, I, nothing really changed in our relationship, I don't think. And, uh, you know, I'm starting out the podcast and uh, he's in New York City. So I, I, I do the same thing. I find out he's in New York City, so I text him to you know to do my podcast. And I certainly could have used the help back then, especially. And uh, I didn't even get a response. So he's still pissed off yeah. that Joe Rogan didn't respond to his text. Opie, you didn't have his number. Joe never got the text <laughs> message. The yeah. only thing that he saw was the video follow-up you had of you acting like a lunatic in New York City yeah. with your phone twirling around like you're the... Singer of U2. Dude, why are you still mad at Joe Rogan for not going on your podcast? He didn't get the message. Maybe try different channels. 
It's so ridiculous. Also, bad. I want to point yeah. out, yes, Joe Rogan used to be on Opie and Anthony, and yes, he was a fan of Opie and Anthony, and he's talked about that. But the inspiration for his podcast came from Anthony Cumia doing the live from the compound shit that he used to do from his house. He, Joe Rogan has said this many times. I was inspired by the fact that you were broadcasting from your house. It's not about you, Opie. It has nothing to do with you. So, Opie, there's this Patrice O'Neill doc that's coming out. Or it, maybe it just came out. I haven't, oh, no seen, kidding. I haven't seen it yet. Opie sat down for an hour with these people and filmed an interview about Patrice O'Neill. And man, Opie has fallen so far. He's not even confident that he'll be in it for a second. Uh, Dude, I, I gotta do this now. I gotta do this now. Go. That's it. Go, go, go. Um, That's his dog. So even though I talked to them for an hour, I think uh, I'd be surprised if I'm in this thing for two minutes. I hope I'm, I'm in it just to represent. I know I did some pretty good things. Does that sound like a guy who's confident? Oh, I hope God. I'm in it for a second. All right, everyone's talking about this uh, Gina Carano. Mm-hmm. That's the woman, the MMA fighter, who was then in the Star Wars TV show. Yeah. And then she put something on Instagram. And uh, this is Opie's interpretation of what happened. I remember her uh, being uh, hot as all hell. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, uh, but man, she didn't let any of those views known when she did our radio show a few years back. Probably at this point, like six or seven years back. Right. But she, she's a fan of the Nazis, huh? Is that what they're getting? <laughs> so whoever the guest is starts laughing about that. Have you seen what she posted on Instagram? I know it's big news. Opie's interpretation is she's a fan of the Nazis. Well, he gets there eventually. His first thought is, you know what my thoughts on this complex political issue is? Nice tits. <laughs> nice tits. I'm going to read to you what Gina, maybe I'm the idiot. You tell me if your interpretation of this is that she's pro-Nazi. She wrote, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their neighbors hate them for simply being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? And basically what she's talking about is this new purge of Trump supporters. People are making lists. AOC's making fucking lists. So she's just trying to say, like, this is going to lead to bad things if we're trying to demonize a whole group of people based on their political views. And Opie interprets that as, oh, she's pro-Nazi. Now, maybe I'm the idiot. If I am, please let me know. Crows doesn't want to touch this. Producer Chris left the room. (laughs) Nobody wants to touch this. All right, we'll go back to calling women whores if, if you're more comfortable with that. So Opie sums up what I just read to you. This is how he, he sums it up. I think it's uh, despicable what, what she had to say. It's absurd. Yeah. I think if you're a human being, you realize it's kind of despicable. So that what she said was despicable. And I want to know, just for my point of reference, what other actions people take would you describe as despicable, Opie? I think... Bill Cosby's a a, a dirtbag, a creep, sure, uh, despicable. So that Instagram post yeah, was at the wow. same level of a serial rapist who really just plowed his way through Hollywood for decades. Yeah, I that's... think they're at the same level, yeah, right? Sounds both about dis- right. They're, yeah, both they're, they're both despicable. They're both despicable people. Wow. O- Opie that's... has a great question because you know Opie doesn't like anyone getting canceled. You know, he goes, yeah. he goes, I don't like what Gina had to say, but I don't think she should lose her job over it. And then he takes it a little bit further to a point where maybe he should have taken it to. It's kind of the wrong place to go. 
Why can't you still watch uh, the Bill Cosby show? No one, no one is able to explain that. I can explain it. No one wants to watch the Bill Cosby show yeah. anymore. We all know that he's a monster now. That's why no one wants to watch it. Yeah, it wouldn't be fun to watch. Opie. Well, there's that famous episode where he makes the barbecue sauce that makes people horny. Yes, that would that's tough to watch now. That man. would be tough to watch. Yeah, even some of his stand-up shit where he's talking about roofing girls or whatever Spanish Spanish fly. fly. Yeah, yeah. It's, he, that's like on it's, multiple albums where he's creepy. going on and on about it. Yeah, and Opie's like, why can't this guy still entertain us? Yeah. <laughs> Like, Genghis Khan raped less women than fucking Bill Cosby. What are you talking about, Opie? Uh, idiot. All right, now that I've really made everybody uncomfortable <laughs> with that rant. Yeah. Crow, I want to hand it over to you because you brought in something that we haven't talked about in a little while. Yeah, I. so look, man, I'm trying. I'm, there's, uh, I wish I knew how to quit you, Seamus. <laughs> All right. I do. All right. So so you broke down and you couldn't help yourself. You went back to your ex. A uh, new the episode briefcase. of The Briefcase came out this week. And it wasn't Do You Party. And it was 20 minutes and I had maybe 30-something clips. And I'm like... <laughs> I, I and know. It's so hard. I hadn't even finished the episode yet. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I did the best I could. Let's listen to the first minute of The New Briefcase because it's fucking artistry. Welcome. Hey. What's up? Hey, hi, welcome, greetings, Le turn up, <laughs> turn the fuck up, what? Um, yeah, yeah, alright, so, uh, yeah, what do you guys want me to do? What do you want? What do you want from me? That's the, that, I guess that's the real question of anybody who makes anything. What the fuck do you want? No, I really did forget what I was going to do in this episode. I don't know. I guess that is the theme. What do you want? <laughs> because I just want to sit here and do this. Really <laughs> it's it. ridiculous. You know. Can it's I the first minute? Can just... I give you my interpretation of this? Yeah. And I haven't heard this yet. Yeah. So th the way this just hit me was, you know that he is a connoisseur of podcasts. Uh huh. He listens to lots. Well, now he only watches podcasts. He only he, watches. He them. will not listen to if it's audio only. Let's get the fuck out yeah, of here. It's bullshit. So he's watching YouTube all day long. Mm -hmm. And what YouTubers do, and I know this because I watched Stuttering John yesterday for a fucking hour and a half. Oh, good times. Is they like to respond to people in the chat room. Yeah. So people are chatting, and these idiots would be like, "It's a good idea to keep me." <laughs> so this idiot. Is like, hey guys, what's up? What do you want me to do? What are we doing today? What do you What do you think? What do you think we should be talking about? Meanwhile, he's staring at nothing. Yeah, there's no one responding to him. He's alone in his closet. Yes, with a recorder going, saying, "Well, what do you guys want to hear? What do you guys want to talk about today?" <laughs> what? Alone, silence, silence surrounds him. Well, what should I do? What do you guys want from me? What should we do? Well, then he wants to know how podcasts work. Imagine listening to somebody else's podcast they host by themselves. I would just like a sheer comparison. What is that like? I mean, how structured can they be? Are they laying down every single line? Are they scripting the whole thing out? That seems like way too much work. You're putting out a free product, man. All right? It's free. So because it's free, you should put no work into it. Like the idea that you would have a podcast and you would spend any time at all figuring out what you were going to talk about and maybe even what you were going to say. 
That's it's crazy. Why would, would you do that? You know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see a reaction video of Seamus listening to Dan Carlin's hardcore history. Yeah. Be like, all right, what you're going to listen to is three and a half hours of very well-researched, yeah. well-documented, thought-out storytelling. And this guy prepped all of this, did editing and post, yeah. took months to put this together, and puts it out for free. Yeah. His fucking jaw would hit the table like, what the fuck? This yeah. is what podcasting is? Yes. And it's one of the most, it's been one of the most popular <laughs> podcasts for a and decade and a half. And he makes a living from yeah. it. Yeah. Go figure. Because oh. he's really good at it. This asshole goes, I think that anything that we put out there for free on the internet should suck. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting take, Seamus. How's well, that working for you? Well, and not only that, he's going to do multiple episodes a day. That's what's weird. There's this, like, stigma with knowing that podcasts record multiple episodes at once. Why? I would imagine that's probably harder for a show that's doing hour-long episodes. Multiple podcasts at once? So if you <laughs> if you record multiple episodes per day, okay. it's harder if your podcast is an hour long <laughs> than if your podcast is only 20 minutes long. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I get down with that. The nice thing is, though, is like unlike game shows in the 70s, you don't have to change outfits Yeah. when you do multiple. All right. Yeah. Gosh. Well, and he... he watching too much match game lately. <laughs> He took a break. Why'd you take a break, Seamus? And that's why I stopped doing it for a minute. You know, I had to take a step back because I hated the fact that I was just like, hey, fuck this guy. Fuck the troll, re- you know, retweeter, race car bed. You know, I was just so sick of giving them the, the coverage that they all wanted. And I mean, it, it was just this fucking sick, sick game, the Internet. All right. And we some of us just don't want to play. And it's so wait, is he officially back now? So it's it's almost like the, the clouds parted, the sun shone down <laughs> upon him. Yeah. And he had wisdom for the first time of his life. He's like, you know what? All this shit on the internet is completely meaningless and bullshit. Yeah. And it hits him all at once and he's like, What the fuck does any of this even mean? <laughs> I don't even like Island Carver. Why am I talking about him so much? And then Poof! The clouds reappeared. (laughs) The sun was gone. The wisdom left (laughs) his heart. And we're just back to fucking nonsense. I mean, the rest of this is just him babbling incoherently. Uh, Yeah, my next one is... Here you go. Here's two episodes back to back. And you'll get them weeks apart. But you'll have no idea unless you listen this far into the episode. Which I know you don't. I get the numbers, people. All right? I'm in with with the suits. <laughs> no fucking way! He just admitted that no one listens to more than the first couple of minutes of his show. Yeah. <laughs> so he's in good with the suits, as you heard. And then he goes and he starts fantasizing what's it like when I have these meetings with the important people from podcasting. You know, you think drinking out of a crystal glass is going to be nice. It's going to cut your lip, okay? It's going to cut your lip. And of course, you're drinking alcohol in that crystal glass. And guess what? That's going to get near. It's going to burn that cut right to bits. It's like uh, squeezing a lemon. You know, squeezing a lemon with your lip. (laughs) I don't know. Okay? Does anybody, do you know? Were you aware? Me neither. I don't know. Maybe I should get a a partner for this show. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So wait a second. He's afraid of success because if he were successful, he'd be in a meeting where they were serving him a drink and he might cut his lip 
and then the drink that he was drinking would then harm that cut that he has on his lip. Is that what I'm hearing right now, Crush? That you accurately followed his train of thought. Do you yes. think that he tells Carly this? Like, I could get a real job, but listen to this scenario. I, I've already thought this all out, Carly. It's not going to work out. He's just randomly, you know, associating these thoughts. It goes on. But you heard in there where he's like, so he's struggling with the voices in his head, as you can clearly tell. Can I say something real quick, though? If he does want a, a co-host for the briefcase, I'll do it. Well, I'm in. I don't know if you'd fit the criteria he's looking for in a possible co-host. Anybody that would be a possible co-host for this show would eventually get tired. They'd get bored. <laughs> As well would I. There would be a certain time where it's like, hey, man, this is just getting too weird. I can't follow along as much as I thought I could. So I'm just going to go. <laughs> Even in his fantasy. <laughs> Even suck. in his fantasy, <laughs> he knows it's not gonna work. <laughs> his perfect co-host abandons him and can't follow along his show. Even in his fucking wildest dreams, this is the guy who has a sex dream where he can't get it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's fucking crazy. This guy. Uh, I here I'm gonna audition to be the briefcase co-host real quick, Coach. If you'll allow me, go ahead. Because I agree, it will take a certain type of you know person like to keep up with Patrick Michael and all of his thoughts all right that's my addition yeah see but it was a complete sentence you, oh, you got to veer off God and damn uh, it i knew i couldn't do it <laughs> you got to interrupt yourself yeah. i knew At i could do once. it you know <laughs> i think, knew where i was going the whole time with that sentence think of yourself Fuck. as a horse a funny horse <laughs> Because as you know, there's some stuff that he takes very seriously. Because I was serious when I felt like I was wasting some really good angles on some stuff. Okay? And you can't be mad at that for somebody who really does take being funny seriously. Alright? I know what it is, man. I know what it is. Anyways, uh... Anyway, anyways. What were you saying? Oh, my God. All right, this guy is, I was going to say oxymoron, just moron. Yeah, he goes from I take comedy seriously to then doing funny voices and talking to the voices in his head again. But I love where that started at. The starting point of that was he has wasted amazing angles he's put together Mm -hmm. that could have been part of his stand-up special, his Mm -hmm. his hour-long Netflix special. He literally thinks on the briefcase that he comes in and he'll be like, turtles. You know, I'm talking about turtles today. Yeah. You know, we're going to get a briefcase for turtles. Like, what's up with those fucking guys, huh? Their backs are all hard. And, and maybe it's not that good, but you get my point. <laughs> he comes in with the dumbest thing possible. And yeah. he's like, I'm wasting this gold on you assholes who are listening to the briefcase. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Go ahead and repurpose it, Patrick. It's fine. Yeah, you, you can have that one, buddy. Go back in your notes. Well, And then he talks about his favorite comedian. Just know that I don't know about your show. I haven't listened to a single episode. I don't know why I would. Okay, get Dane Cook on, and then I'll, you know, he's my favorite. So I'll jump on that. Sufi for life, babe. Is he talking to me right now about coming on my show or listening to my show? He's He is not clear. I think he's okay. still talking about being invited on the dick show. But, uh, but he's, he's okay. purposely vague about it. Okay, because I was going to say, if that is the criteria for him to listen to my show, I could probably get Dane Cook. <laughs> well, you know, he's my favorite. It. So, 
I'll jump on that. Sufi for life, baby. Uh, <laughs> I fucking hate this. I hate it so much. I feel like I'm, I don't know, doesn't matter. What, is, what does it even matter? I feel like a bird. Nope. Um, Dick texted me the other day that he was checking out the latest uh, briefcase and laughing his ass off. It's gold. And I told him, you got to figure out a way to get him on the Dick Show. Now he I knows. Think, I think he would be the greatest guest ever on the Dick Show. All Dick has to say is, I've had Dane Cook on. Yeah. Sue Five, baby. Come Sufi. on. This fucking guy. Uh, yeah, and as you were mentioning before, he watches pods. He doesn't listen. But I've been listening to podcasts for a long enough time that listening to a podcast outside of the own sh- the shit that I make, near impossible. As I've already mentioned, I watch most of the podcasts that, that I watch. <laughs> most of the podcasts that I listen to are in watching form. Like video, you mean? Most of the the episodes I can hear are in eyesight <laughs> ability on. likeness. You can see them. I don't. Who cares? Um, <laughs> this fucking guy. All right, I want to explain something to Patrick. It's amazing, Michael. right? The reason why we listen to audio podcasts is because we have shit to do. Some people drive their kids to school. Or work a day job or have to sit at the computer and yeah. shoot up emails to people. This fucking asshole is like, why wouldn't you just watch every podcast that you listen to? Yeah. Why aren't you parked on your ass in front of your screen? <laughs> just staring. What an asshole. Well, and then we get a taste of, he goes back to his original topic of like, of should I structure my podcast? Oh, yeah. And then we get a taste of what he thinks a structured podcast sounds like. I tried that. I tried to just, uh, today, guys, we're going to be talking about Of Mice and Men, okay? It's a very fantastical film that I saw in my English class in about ninth grade. Now, my first review, no, of course, I've done that shit, and, uh, you know, dumb, hate it, not into it anymore, all right? It's boring. I I just don't like the structure thing. Uh, (laughs) So, he he does suck at structured podcasts, I'll give him that, but... I prefer him to do that. Yeah, even his caricature of a structured podcast yeah. was a boring day in English class in ninth grade. Of Mice and Men is a book. He's like, I saw that movie in English class. I think they brought in it a cartoon. A they I they know. brought in yeah, but they brought in like a, a you know Mickey Mouse cartoon version of it. That was what he paid attention to. He wouldn't even know it was a book. He never cracked a book in his fucking life. This guy. But my favorite part of every briefcase is the sign off. The best part's the end. But again, we're only here for one thing. All right, with the briefcase, we're only here for one thing. And that is for me to get the fuck out of here. Uh, bye bye <laughs> And that's the most sense that's, he makes during the entire 20 minutes. That's going on this board over here. Yeah. Oh, oh I love we it. Got, we got a new side off. That's great. Yeah. That yeah. is fantastic. Now, Croge, you might have heard our bonus episode that we did with Brandon from Shitty Song of the Week. Oh, loved it. Where we listened to Patrick Michael doing some karaoke tracks. Amazing. This Amazing. Is, this inspired our friend Dave Diaxon, who sent in this little number for us. I've got a hundred podcasts, a hundred more that I'd like to pursue. 
So I'll continue podcasts and host them all for you to listen to. And so I have to say before I go that I just want you to know. DJ, watch out, buddy. Yeah. You got some competition when it comes to singing parody songs now. Yeah, that was a little too on key, though. <laughs> was it? I don't know. Uh, I guess we have to be reminded. I would like to challenge Patrick Michael one-on-one on the court. Basketball game. <laughs> Yo, Todd, check it out. I accept your challenge, bro. First one to 21. Let's go. I'll drive you and Gary dominate June sports. Where do you want to meet? See me on the court. I hear some tires screeching, the sound of a motor. A power wheelchair life's about to be yoked. CJ, if you got this, I'll take a step aside. I'm going to give this retard a wheelchair ride. It might seem unfair. I got cerebral palsy, but I'll beat you bad in basketball. Kirby Roosevelt versus Crippled Jesus. Who do we think will win, the retard or Crippled Jesus? Hey, Pat, you ready to lose? Make you my kid and be a better father than you. Start the game, the ball's in the air. Todd's kids are crying, but he doesn't care. It's like, boom, boom, I put it in the hoop like slam, slam. Heard your kids crying, no way. Go back to the morning podcast. That's That's how I beat Pat. Word up. Stuttering John had more trolls than usual on his Thursday show, Mm. which I thoroughly enjoyed. They were having a little bit of a troll problem, as John calls out here. Getting uh, tons of troll alerts today, but I'm not mentioning any more people. That's all they want is to just be... Uh, Okay. Uh, Okay. So Tom Cruise is coming on any minute. What? Uh, He's so flustered by the trolling. He thinks he's having Tom Cruise on his show. Oh now, Crush, this is going to shock you. He did not have Tom Cruise on his show. Oh, really? No, he had Tom Arnold. Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Very, very different oh, person. Wow. Than Tom Cruise. Yeah, a bit of a chasm between those two. So you might have heard in that clip, he says, I'm not even going to talk about this trolling. We got to just ignore this and just push through. And yeah. then later on, he says this. So here we go. Uh, uh, <laughs> Listen, let's pay no attention to the trolls, please. Don't even mention them. That's all they want. You know, it's probably probably crying Ryan or somebody. Who knows? It doesn't matter. I have no idea who it is. But please don't even comment on it. They're trolling. I guess Sean and Nikki can't get them off because they became a, uh, a YouTube member or something. But there's nothing I can do. So just block them as you go. And I'm not going to mention them anymore. Okay? They obviously have a hard on for me they're obsessed with me uh, it's probably a crying riot because there's only one person who doesn't like me oh my god no there's actually a lot of people who don't like you i want to read some of these usernames yeah, that people do. signed in with this one's my favorite one i'll start with that 
John's show sold two tickets. Ha 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 ha. Was one of the usernames. Oh, that's marvelous. In the chat room. Another one was poopy, 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 poopy. Mm. Another one was the F slur over and over again. Another one was the N word over and over oh, again. Uh, Schizo lefties burnt and looted stores in 2020. <laughs> this guy, Sesqui, I don't know who Sesqui is. But he wrote, I believe Heather W. and I believe Ryan. Centering John takes advantage of women. Hashtag me too. The fact that you need mods to delete comments shows that you're guilty. So sad. Wow. Centering John, I bet what you're wondering, Crouch, is what's John's take on Rush Limbaugh? Oh, that's what I've been dying to hear. Yes, right. Everyone wants to know. And this is amazing because you would think he was describing himself. You know, I mean, I'm not going to goof on the guy. But he did lie a ton and really said a lot of horrible things. Oh, like the fact that you don't have sock accounts, but we know for a fact that you do. Or the fact that you don't sick people to go troll people that you don't like, but we know that you do. Or tell Artie Lane to kill himself. Like horrific things like that, John. Yeah. He's mad at Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, that's crossing the line with John. You can't be dishonest ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. He takes uh, Odyssey very seriously. Just oh, like yeah. Patrick Michael takes comedy very seriously. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> In the exact same way. I got to point out, I don't typically listen to the parts where John's talking about his political nonsense with his political nonsensical guest, but I had to watch him with Tom Arnold. It got me so angry. The interviewing skills of stuttering John Moanis at this point in the game should be better yeah. than they are. And Tom Arnold's difficult. He's not an easy interview. All right. I'll, I'll give him that. But listen to these interviewing skills. Tom is talking about the pedo from the Lincoln Project. Okay. You know, that whole big story that's yeah, been yeah. going on in the last week or so. And listen to John interrupt him to ask this brilliant question. You know, when it comes to what men's behavior, they do look the other way. They're like, well, that's, man, man, you know, and it's awful. So there is, you know, more needs to be said about that in any kind of corporate world. And this John Weaver was just especially awful. And more needs to be more needs to come of that. And I know the FBI is investigating it. We'll see what we'll see what happens. And but Tom, did, yeah. did you ever meet Trump? Yes. Yes, I, I met him. You know, I met Trump. I've known him for 35 years. And uh, and was he always a piece of crap? Well, I mean, you know. The guy's talking oh. about John Weaver. The pedophile and, who's been outed, FBI investigation. Well, and, and and Tom Arnold's been public about this. He was a victim of childhood sexual abuse. I mean, yeah. this is that's something very serious to him. He's trying to make a serious point. Did you ever meet Trump? Also, okay. the Lincoln Project was funneling money to their friends. They were taking all these donations. They were up to a lot of shady shit. The Lincoln Project was a fucking disaster for everyone involved. John has another guest on his show I forget what the name of the organization is, but he says this about the the guy's organization. In the meantime, I'll bring up some really American. These guys are doing the Lord's work, much like uh, the Lincoln Project. John, did you not get the memo? See, these guys are great, just like the Lincoln Project. You mean the pedophilia ring that they're Uh trying to break up right now, you moron? All right, here's another great interview question for uh, our friend Tom Arnold. Did you ever see uh, Trump do cocaine? I don't, I don't, I never have no idea about that. See, John, the way that conversations work is you start telling stories, you get someone to open up about an event or something, and then things come out of that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then this, this one time we were at the Playboy Mansion together 
And Tom tells this story. He's like, I was with Trump and he was with his wife and his daughter. And they're like underage girls there. Someone brought their daughter or something. And, and Trump was looking at a 14 year old. And John's like, what? That's outrageous. Uh, did he ever do coke? <laughs> what? Jesus Christ. Yeah. But did, did, did you ever see her rape a chick? Yeah, right. That's literally the questions. He goes, no. ah, did you hear him use the N word? <laughs> okay. Uh, here's another fun one. Unbelievable, man. Yeah. What's the most egregious thing? Uh, like besides the, you know, which the 14 year olds is just, just unbelievable. But is there anything more egregious? I mean, is there anything, give some more egregious crap that Trump did in, in your presence. I'm just curious. Well, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't roll with him, you know. I mean, in my presence, I mean, the most egregious thing. I don't. Uh, I never. I haven't had a drink since 1989. So, so basically, what Tom Arnold is saying is, if Trump was up to some crazy shit, I wasn't in the picture because I was trying to be sober. Yeah. I mean, it's also well known that Tom Arnold had a cocaine and drinking problem. Yeah. And yeah. then he needed to sober up. He doesn't appear to be sober, but he says that he is. Yeah. But of course, Stuttering John, who's the dumbest fucking person on the planet, wraps up the interview with this. All right, thanks, Tom, for coming on. Please come back again. Thanks, buddy. Uh, all right, man, I'll see. Oh, Tom, uh, where do you live? In L.A. Oh, let's get together and have a beer one of these days. Let's get together and have a uh, beer one of these days. Uh, I haven't drank since 1989. And John goes, let's get a beer. Hold on, it gets funnier. Oh yeah, you're how you is that that's your real backdrop. Oh, no. I didn't realize you're there. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I'm in the valley. Are you, are you in the valley? I no, not yet. I, I haven't followed that far. But let me just say this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be. I don't. As I just said on your show, you probably forgot. I haven't had a drink since 1989. No, but, I know, but you can well, have a diet coke. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. I was like, I just said this. You probably just forgot. Yeah. Uh, I don't drink anymore. I'm sober. And uh. Stuttering John goes, oh, I know, I know. I just want, let's get together and then I'll drink all the beer. Yeah. You can watch me drink beer. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so after he has Tom Arnold on and the guy from that other thing, he's talking about how great a show that he did. And he's bringing up the fact that now Tom Arnold I remember him on Howard Stern back in like 2016, mm -hmm. 2017, maybe after Trump was elected. And Tom's like, I have the tapes that are going to take this guy down. We have all of the footage from Celebrity Apprentice that didn't make it to air. And we're going to take this guy down. Now, Tom, I think, had a TV show or something and it went nowhere. It They didn't have any damning evidence or footage or anything. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, John says this. MGM has those tapes. Of, of the outtakes of the Celebrity Apprentice, which could be so damaging to Trump. Does he know it's 2021? Does he know that there's nothing that could be more damaging to Trump than the last four years? Yeah, seriously. How the fuck does he think we're finally going to take down Trump? The guy was impeached twice. He's out of office. He can't do business in New York City where he lives. What are you talking about? We're finally going to take down Trump, too. The battle's over. You won. Uh, 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 this guy's like running around like John Rambo. Nothing is over. Yeah. You don't just turn it off. <laughs> seriously. Seriously. Yeah. It's over, Johnny. I should have grabbed that clip. It's over. Yeah. The, the, does he not know? Maybe he's in queue. He thinks the, the impeachment <laughs> was, or the. He's going to come back in March. He thinks the inauguration was fake. Yes. Yeah. The real inauguration is going to be in March. Yeah. Because that's what it used to be. Yeah. 
All right, so now John has to justify what a great show he did, which I love how much attention he pays to his chat room. You can get in his head so easily. For some reason, he was talking with Tom Arnold about nonsense, like sports and shit, for uh-huh. a little while, and people are giving him uh, a little grief for that. So if I have Tom on and we talk a little sports, come on, he's from Iowa. That's Field of Dreams, one of my favorite movies of all time. You just got to relax, you know? It's all gonna, it, It's all going to work out. And I knew I had that. I, I knew I had Justin coming on. I knew Justin was going to be great. Uh, and, you know, so I think it was a great show. <laughs> he thinks it was Holy a great show. Fuck. Oh, relax. He's from Syracuse. They had a basketball team a couple years ago. We'll talk about sports. It'll be great. Can you imagine Jimmy Fallon at the end of the show? He's like, all right, guys. Well, listen, I know that that interview I did in the first one wasn't great, but the band was pretty good. I, th- I think that was a great show. I, I uh, the bit kind of landed flat, but I, I mean it was pretty good, right? Like, who would talk like that? And then John starts talking about his Patreon. It reeks of desperation. The way he promotes his Patreon, I've never heard anyone else talk about their Patreon like he does. So, and uh, I don't know what I mean. What people are waiting for to get on the Patreon? I mean, I mean, you know, I'm getting more and more people, but let's get this thing going because. I'm going to be doing more and more celebrity-driven shows only on my Patreon. No, you're not. And you can get in as little as $5. So, I mean, Oof. it's not a lot. Yes, it's it not a lot. He doesn't understand why there aren't more people supporting him on Patreon, Croach. He can't Christ. fathom why people wouldn't be doing that. And he even says, just ask someone who's already a Patreon member. Thank you so much for the Super Chats. But seriously, guys, I mean, that you know... I'm telling you, you will not regret being a Patreon member. If you talk to Good as Gold, if you talk to Mark P, or any of these people, oh. you know, they'll tell you how much fun the Patreon shows are. I mean, I let my hair down. Um, the Patreon episodes are so much fun, Carlos. Oh Just ask, ask around. They're even less structured than this bullshit that I'm doing. <laughs> All right. What a fucking hard sell that is. A hard sell. Jesus. And then this is my favorite part of his push for getting people to sign up for Patreon when he lists the people that could potentially be on a future episode of Beer on the Balcony. And don't forget, you know, we're going to have guests like, you know, I'm trying to get Rain Wilson on. I'm reaching out to a lot of celebrities. I asked Greg Grunberg from Star Wars. He couldn't do it because he's been busy shooting (laughs) stuff. But I'm going to keep on going. Larry the Cable Guy. I mean, you know, all my friends, you know, Guy Fieri. And, you know, like all my celebrity friends, I already had Jay Leno on, but maybe I'll have Jay on again. You know, Jack Black, David Spade. So become a Patreon member because I, you know, I do have these guys' telephone numbers and I will get a hold of them. I just, I just started the Patreon, so it's, oh it's just taking God. me a little longer. <laughs> Join my Patreon. I just name dropped seven celebrities who I have in my phone. Who might want to talk to 25 people? Who knows? Maybe oh. David Spade wants to stop performing on the road and doing TV shows and would rather come on my YouTube channel that's only available to Patreon supporters. Pathetic thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So he life. just listed seven celebrities. I hope everyone take note of that. Let's follow this. I want to see if he gets any of those people on that he just said. I want to see if he can get one of those fucking people on Beer on the Balcony. I'd be shocked. Jesus Christ. I'd be shocked. And those weren't all A-listers yeah. either, but I'd still be shocked. Well, 
If they even had two seconds of due diligence, oh, they want me on that show? Let me look up what that show is on YouTube. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would never hear that. <laughs> Who would hit play on that and be like, oh, that's a show I should be on? Hey, Jay Leno, you want to watch me get drunk? <laughs> yeah. All right. Last thing. Jay Leno, did Dave Letterman ever use the N-word? <laughs> All right, last thing I want to play, because I want to remind everybody that Stuttering John will be at Side Splitters oh. in Tampa. And don't forget, if you're in Florida, everybody, on uh, February 24th, I'll be at Side Splitters in Tampa. So if you're close to the Tampa area, or if you want to take an hour, two-hour drive, I'm going to be driving there from, from Miami. But I'm doing Side Splitters in Tampa, February 24th, 8 p.m. show. We got to keep an eye on this, everybody. Yeah, that's coming up. This is coming up the 24th of February. From what I've seen, five tickets have sold so far. Five? Five. It was two. What's crazy about five is that there's a single. When you go to a comedy club, you always want to just sit at a table by yourself. That's always a lot of fun. Yeah. Wheel. Yeah. <laughs> An eighth wheel. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's please keep an eye on Centering John's Side Splitters appearance. What's funny about this is that Side Splitters is a comedy club, and typically what they do at comedy clubs is they bring a comedian in as a headliner, and the comedian will do a Thursday show, two Friday shows, yeah. and then two Saturday shows. And the reason why the comedy club is set up the way that it is is because they're going to bring the headliner on to do five shows, so they're going to try to get the capacity that will have the number of people from that town who will go see that comedian over five shows. Yeah. If John's playing one show and can't sell out the room, that's already pathetic, but it gets worse. Yeah. What if he only sells five fucking tickets? Oh, it'd be beautiful. That'd <laughs> be pretty funny. Well, and I mean, he is a major television star by his own telling. He's a major recording artist by his own telling. All right. Well, I feel like we've talked about it all. We've talked about a lot. Right? We talked about Jesse Peterson. Mm-hmm. We talked about Press House Coffee. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal coffee. Oh, amazing. We had some Alex Jones going bonkers. The Stuck in My Mind podcast. Opie Radio. The Briefcase. Stuttering John Melendez. So you know what that means? It's time for... The This is the part of the show that people really look forward to on WATP. If you're a first-time listener... I'll explain what this is. What we do is we play a clip from the podcast that we'll re be reviewing on next week's WATP to get people excited about it, mm. to tease them. What a concept. Because we want people to tune in again next week. If you're a first-time listener and you're listening to the show today, you're thinking, I love this Croge guy. What's he going to say next week? <laughs> <laughs> and so that's why we're teasing this. Here's the podcast we'll be reviewing. Hey, Chris, I have a bone to pick with you. What? Okay, so on Facebook... How old are you? On Facebook? No, how old are you in general? 26. And we spoke about this last week. Mike's daughter is young. 18, right? Yeah. 18. And you asked, you, and you said, hey. you want to bring her to a concert. Oh, let me, let, me guess. let me let me go. The, the, the Tesla guy, right? Yeah. Tiesta. Not the Tesla. Tiesta. Yeah, how dare you say how Hey, bro, 18 is legal age. You can say that if she's 17 right. or 6, you can say if that. If we continue down this road, you Wait. know we're going to get a phone call, right? You know we're getting a phone call. That's right. This is Between Two Blue Balls featuring Tom Werther, Chris the Intern, and High Pitch Eric. Good Lord. What's the name of the show? Between Two Blue Balls. Good God. 
<laughs> what the you should see the graphic for it. I'd rather not. Oh my gosh, my friend Shuli will be on next week. Oh, nice. And we'll be talking about high pitch Eric and whatever the fuck is going on with that guy. But that uh, that should be a lot of fun. So Croge, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. You were fantastic as always. Is there anything that you want to plug? I do. I brought a clip for my plug this week because if you go to theisotopes.com, you can see a brand new video from said isotopes. And this is just a sneak preview of what you might hear when you go to that website. The plot, as much as it had one, was jam-packed with full frontal nudity, masturbation, homosexuality, on-stage douching, and simulated fecal consumption, with chocolate pudding subbed in as the real thing. That's right, new video at theisotopes.com. So please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Fucking thing sucks. Oh, shit. Bullshit. Lick, lick, lick my mom. <laughs> You're not charismatic. There were no laughs! Maybe I'm None! Yeah. Right. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. What is going on in the subreddit this week? Photopotamus has this fun idea. Take a shot every time Carl says some variation of, quote, what are they talking about? Or, quote, what's going on after playing a clip? Carl, my friend, please pick new filler phrases. If this was a real drinking game, people would end up in the hospital after only one episode. Still five stars, though. Zurch writes, I disagree with your closing statement. This podcast has plummeted to a tepid 4.9 for me. First Turnup says, take a drink every time Carl says, and not for nothing, out of context. Clabberjabber chimes in with another Carlism, quote, I didn't edit that. That's the way their show sounds. <laughs> Clockwork X-Man claims, Opie slash Cuomo bit was funny, Carl. Fuck to haters. Turbo7049, yes, improv comedy is always the best. Jumami Happy writes, It would have been nice if Governor Meatball would have made at least a passing reference to killing thousands of grandmas and grandpas. He could have tied it into Opie killing Vic Henley. Asuna Carrito Forever suggests, Carl should move to Texas already so he can be freezing and without power but at least he can go out to the grocery store without a mask on. Only for you lashes out with, these did fucktards are so enraging. I was actually angry at Carl for this episode. A brain buddy in my head was telling me to kill Carl, but it was just my internal monologue. Exciting Apricot posts, the guest co-host said like 
about 3,000 times. I wanted to throw my phone against the wall. Some kind of cave demon. Oof. These guests are too cool to A. Take literally any clips and B. Even finish a single episode of the podcast. Always a letdown. Uh, look here, man, has this take. Pretty good show. I like Will on WATP. He's a bit of a fag, but I'll give him a tug. Hell, I'll even suck on it a little. <laughs> Benadryl Peppers ponders the fucking ponderous with what is it about this community and teasing? And gangrenously says what we're all thinking. I know, if he's going to suck on it a little, why not a lot? Given the guy blue balls, selfish. So Vic is joining us today. Hi, Vic. Hello, Carl. Hello. Hello. Uh, unfortunately, I do have a song that is specifically for Casey. I'm going to play that for you. And uh, I think this is going to confuse the hell out of a lot of people. Casey's. Her titties. WATP Patreon members. Carl. A tribute to Casey's wet t-shirt that oh. you can find on patreon.com slash who are these podcasts. Ask anyone how great this Patreon is. Mick, ask anyone how great this Patreon is. The best. Uh, incredibly good. Incredibly nice. You can get two different girls' phone numbers, and it'll probably be the only ones in your phone. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good point right there. Vic, how have you been? I've been fantastic. It's been snowing. Oh, good. Glad to hear that. Yeah, Casey said that her uh, internet sucks. She was going to be on with us today. We we're going to have a uh, a threesome, but yeah, <sighs> it's not the first I've been let down. Won't be the last. Yeah. Got any reviews for us there, Vic? Yeah, I have a couple for you today. Great. Uh, this one starts off with "Wow, I feel like this show is intentionally unfunny." <laughs> it, it starts off with that, or that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. I like it. <laughs> I mean, it depends, it depends on who we have on as a guest, but is, is I mean, five star. I, yeah, no, it's a one star right. for sure. It <laughs> was probably enough. a Vinny episode. Um, <laughs> when we were playing the high pitch, people in the Discord were like, "Is that Vinny?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vinny. Uh, the next one is who is this rubber dick? If Drew Lane ever questions why the isotopes have no vocals again please point him to episode 237 the last <laughs> ever music special fair enough that's yeah pretty, that's pretty funny yeah makes sense he did drill me on that why wouldn't you have a singer like well there's it's instrumental music drew it's a, it's a thing that exists in the world all right no i'm not gonna have that yeah and obviously again. none of your friends have any good vocals so it's all right carl well there is jen from the jingles department i might remind you you're fucking her. It doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. All right. The next one and last one is Love This Show. Discovered this podcast on Anthony, Anthony Cumia on Compound Media. They are great, and I especially love the analysis of thin-skinned, talentless Opie Hughes. Love it. I agree, sir, and thank you for finding our show, although that wasn't as funny as it's supposed to be. Mm. It's supposed to shit on us in the comments. All right. Vic, anything else? No, that's let's listen it. to some voicemails then. We got a few here today, not a lot. 
Why don't you call me back? Carly Pooh, baby, just to slap my bag. And mess me around again, Carly Pooh. You never call when you're gonna stop. Fuck my dick. God damn it, that was a good dick, but I fucked up. Right, I'm just gonna drop it. I'm definitely not gonna call six more times. Uh, fuck. Oh, that was beautiful. You know what that guy needs? More band practice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like when people sing on our voicemail. That's fun. Oh, remember Casey said that she plays, she played soccer. Yes. Yeah. And uh, some people enjoyed that visual in their head. Carl, you literally blew my mind with your soccer analogy. I had never thought of it that way. You're so deep. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. I know for a fact that people who suck at sports play soccer. Yeah. Hey, I'm here in the North Bronx. Eating a lot of fucking beans. You know what beans are? The fucking MDMA, the fucking Edis, man, you know? Hey, everybody in America is too fucking uptight, mate, you know? Fuck everybody here. Except fucking, uh, what's the name? Um, Casey and, uh, who's the other one? Oh, Lean or Ian or the fucking one in the Navy. I'd love to give them both a wiener. I got, I'm beer kind of thick. I got eight inches of fucking love muscle. And it's thick. I'm going to a strip club tonight. And, uh, just stop being so uptight here. You guys have no fucking problems, mate. Except Stutter and John's a fucking cunt. He's a pussy. I've challenged him to fight. He won't fight me. He's such a pussy. And by the way, the Catholics and the Protestants were going to fight the EU together because of what they're doing at the border. Stick with this one, guys. It gets funny at the end. It's a little long. Don't you think if we fought each other so well, we got something coming for the EU? You can trace my number all you want. But if you turn me in, go fuck yourself. (laughs) I'll just eat more beans and fuck your women up the ass. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, just want to say, Carl, you're a good lad. And keep, keep harassing Sturter and John. I love WATP. And by the way, this is a totally fake accent, but I do love you guys. And I did Shit. live over. I'm taking care of some kids in the Irish prison. The heroin, the heroin addiction over there is bad. Um, I, I, and I am eating a lot of beans and DMA right now and a lot of other drugs and smoking weed and I just want to say I love you guys, you know? In case you set to turn on with the 11 G's or 10 G's or 25 G's. I know she's married, and I did Mr. T. I was Mr. T. I know that stuff, that impression, but I'm just saying, you know, I mean, I'll paddle the canoe if she would just show me the fucking sweater meat. Just the fucking sweater meat, bro. Just a little fucking glance of the sweater meat. And um, a glance, just a glance of the sweater meat. Just a glance of the sweater meat! And um, what's the other girl's name? Fucking Ian or, oh, Vince? What the fuck's her name, eh? God damn it. Vince. Vince. <laughs> Wow. And they say romance is dead. 
You know, sometimes when I listen to these voicemails, I get a clear picture of who's listening to the show. Yeah. Because it could be a mystery for some podcasts. Like, Patrick Wiggle has no idea who's listening to his show. Mm-hmm. But here I know exactly who it is. It's, yeah. It's people who are taking way too many drugs. Yeah. What do you think about that, Vince? Uh, you know, it's true. <laughs> I don't enjoy it as much before I was a civilian. Dude, don't try to sound so tough, Carl. You sound a little bit like Sutter and John, dude. Like, don't be corny. You're a corny kid wearing some green silk fucking Bennigan's waiter shirt. No, I'm just kidding, dude. I love you, bro. But, um, dude, the people dissing Gino Visconti and the Rains Out podcast, fuck those people. They're fucking pussies. Dude, Gino is the boy of boys, the coolest. No, he's not the coolest, dude. The best co-host you have and the coolest on your whole show is the man known as Andy. And by the way, he should never have apologized for having that kid hung. Kid, (laughs) come on, dude. He did not have that kid W hung, dub hung do a fucking see appearance for S. John. That was too humorous, dude. William Hung is a classic choice for a cameo. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. Don't call me back. Fuck off. I hate all of you. And by the way, I was a guy partying hardy last night. Yep. You party? Yes, I do. And uh, I was calling uh, Vic Vince, and I'm yep. still going to call her Vince until she sucks my dick. No, oops, sorry. No, I know she's... No, Vic is the heifer that's available. So just tell her if she likes fucking hot sex and getting rimmed, I'm her man. Peace. Did he say rimmed or rammed? I think rimmed. That's a tough but fair question, Vic. What say you? Yeah. Oh, God. I'd prefer rammed. Just fucking run me over with a car. I'm never touching that guy's dick. (laughs) That's a pretty good answer. I have to tell you, I want to apologize. People left... Well thought out voicemails that I'm not playing. I played two of this guy's voicemails. This guy left me thousands of voicemails. I had to pick a couple yeah. to play. So I apologize to anyone who got left out this week and we had to listen to 18 minutes of that fucking maniac. <laughs> uh, remember Teresa, our Midwestern friend? Of course. She called in. Hey, Carl, it's Teresa. Can we just stop with the whole debate about the size of Casey's tits? I think the real thing is here. Can we just acknowledge that they're a nice set of tits? That's all there is that needs to be said. It doesn't matter if they're C's or G's. She's got nice tits, and I'm not even into chicks, and I can acknowledge that. So, yeah. Call me back. All that's right. A, that's a bold stand. <laughs> yeah, go figure. Teresa, very controversial figure, this Teresa. I can't believe she didn't win the job. I did love the part where multiple dudes called in to explain bra sizes yeah. to Casey. Now, you listen here, woman. Yeah. I'm going to tell you how bras work. These are guys who have maybe slept with one girl with B cups in their lives, and now they're experts <laughs> at how cup sizes work. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Doug from Who's Right called in. To what do I owe this treat? Hey, Carl. This is the Doug system. My preferred adjectives are mean and asshole. My inner world is a Burger King. (laughs) You reviewing them girls last week made me want to hate listen to them cunts. I didn't do it. It just made me want to. Please revisit them. 
I agree with you wholeheartedly. The uh, Brain Buddies podcast. Oh, that was one hell of a show, man. Wow. I'll tell you a fun, quick anecdote for you. So I was uh, chatting with my father last week. And my dad doesn't listen to the show, but he decided to put it on for once. <laughs> he goes, Carl, listen to your podcast. He's like, oh, really? Yeah. What do you think about that? He goes, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That probably makes sense. Yeah, it's better that way. <laughs> it's a lot of nonsense. All right, last voicemail here. Hey, Carl. My uh, <clears throat> dog and my grandpa both uh, passed away this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really sucks. But uh, you know what? I'm not Tom Myers. Call me back. That's yeah. it, man. That'll get you through some dark days. Yep. Always look on the bright side. Yep. Just remember you're not Tom Myers. Correct. Oh, Vic, I heard uh, last time you were on, you said that this is war. What's going on with your uh, rivalry with our friend Casey? Oh, so I, you know, she posted her tits and, you know, they're good tits, but Mm -hmm. I got to keep my cow shit on. You got to keep your cow Uh, shit on? I actually did. I did. I'm posting. Yeah. So I did end up taking some pictures in a cow suit. (laughs) Uh, And they'll be... (laughs) I'll give some for you to post on Patreon. Oh, that'd be amazing. This is a good start, though. Yes, please do. Using synthetic milk. It wasn't real milk being used in these photo shoots, I see. No, it's uh, cashew and almond milk because it's extra creamy, Carl. Mm, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Vic, I love it. Well done. How long is she going to last at the Navy? Is anyone taking bets on the over-under on this? (laughs) She's the more together of all the military people I know, actually. I think there's going to be considerable discharge. <laughs> <laughs> Always end on a joke. But again, we're only here for one thing, and that is for me to get the fuck out of here. Oh, bye-bye. This is it. It's over. Okay? I don't know. Goodbye. Who gives a shit? Why am I even still doing this? I'm out of here. <laughs> goodbye. Hey, bye. Goodbye. <laughs>